Think. Act. And prosper. You are now tuned into the Money Level Show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Money Level Show. Today, I got a special guest on the show. Um, he refers to himself as a common man, and sometimes common men do things that are wise. I would say, I would say, wise things uh, as far as with wealth and as far as with uh, being financially savvy and, and smart and just taking advantage of opportunities. And so today, I want to welcome Jim Rogers onto the show. How you doing today? I am delighted to be here, Daryl. It is my pleasure, my honor. Yeah, definitely. I, I've, I've been watching you a lot on, on some of these uh, different sites and different uh, news channels and um, really inspired by your story, especially, uh, you know, hearing about you being from a small town. And, and, you know, for me, I'm from Oklahoma City. It's not the smallest town in Oklahoma, but it's still considered a small town compared to some other cities. Well, I actually lived in a town in Oklahoma called Hugo. It's very small once upon exactly, a time. I know exactly where Hugo is. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Um, uh, my mother was from Hugo. You know, I got oaky blood in me. I got a lot of oaky blood in me. That's good. Uh, that's good. That's good. And I grew up in another small town in Alabama. So I've been around. My phone number, Daryl, was five where I grew <laughs> up. So wow. and that's not a typo. It was five. One five. <laughs> you, you could, anyone could just memorize that number then, huh? It was very, that's why they gave us an easy number. They knew we weren't very smart. But so <laughs> give them something they can remember. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, so Jim, you do come from a small town, and 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 a lot of times people in small towns, um, they they feel that um, they can't make it, you know, and things like that. Um, they feel that it's hard to make it being from a small town. Um, so, what what's kind of like? You know, you're you're kind of a snippet of your story of how you got uh, to where you are, because now, you know, you've you've invested into a lot of different countries. You've lived in different countries, being from a small town. So what what kind of uh, just a little bit of your backstory just to give some of our small town folks some some hope, some inspiration. Um, I know that Garth Brooks is from uh, he's from Yukon, Oklahoma. And uh, that, that's a small town. A lot of people don't know. It's a water tower that says Garth Brooks on it. And I, I don't think he was, uh, I don't think he made it big there. I think he moved to a different uh, state to make it big. But uh, could you give us a little bit of your, your backstory on that? Well, I grew up in a small town uh, in the backwoods of Alabama. Literally, my phone number was five. Uh, you know, there wasn't much there. That The nearest town was 50 miles away. I'm nearest town of any size was 50 miles away and it had 20,000 people. So you can see we were far away from, from anywhere. Uh, it was really nothing for me to do there. So I had enough sense to go to college somewhere else. I went to college in the North um, quite by accident. I didn't know what I was getting into. I was in way over my head when I got there, but I, I was scared, very scared. So I had to work very, very hard and I survived. And then I eventually I found Wall Street and you know, when I was young, Daryl, I was going to go to law school and business school and medical school. I mean, I was as confused as a lot of college kids. And fortunately, I stumbled onto Wall Street by accident and loved it because mm -hmm. it was a place that they would pay me to know what was going on in the world. Well, that was all I cared about, what was going on around the world. And my goodness, they would pay me. 
-hmm. I didn't know anything about stocks. I thought stocks and bonds were the same thing. You know, <laughs> I knew nothing, but fortunately it, it, I survived and, and made a little bit of money. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's great to hear. Uh, and, and that fear factor, that's, that's a lot of, that's kind of a big uh, aspect, especially in my own personal life now, you know, just the fear of, of uh, the unknown, you know, the fear of taking risks, taking chances and things like that. Uh, what, what kind of, uh, did you feel like helped you uh, overcome that fear? Well, you know, the people who are afraid often do well because, you know, they don't go in overconfident and cocky and thinking they know everything. Uh, the, the time or two where I got cocky, I, 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 the first time I got I had a great success on Wall Street. Um, I tripled my money in like five months when everybody around me was going broke. Well, the, the short story is, Five months later, I lost everything. You know, so I went from wow. being wildly successful and cocky to losing everything, getting wiped out, which wasn't fun. So I had to start over again. So um, fear factor over cockiness is usually dangerous. At least it is for me. Mm -hmm. And the people who know that they better ask more questions, that they better check and be afraid, often are the ones who do the web the best. There's nothing wrong with being confident. There's nothing wrong with being self-assured, but be sure you know what you're doing when you're confident and self-assured or you're gonna suffer. Yeah, yeah, arrogance, uh, it, it can definitely be a downfall. Uh, and, that, and that's a common thing today, you know, with where we have investments like Bitcoin and, and a lot of these uh, overvalued stocks and, and the bubble that's being inflated. Uh, people seem to think that it's gonna go straight up forever. Um, and, and kind of what I'm hearing from your story is that you, you tripled your money and it didn't go straight up forever. Is that it correct? It went straight to zero. <laughs> it went straight to zero after, after tripling my money. Yes. I thought I knew what I was doing. I said to myself, boy, this is easy. I'm going to be so rich someday. You know, you're starting to see people saying that kind of thing again in the markets and. I've been to, it's not my first rodeo, Daryl. I've seen this movie before. You're having a lot of new people coming into the markets uh, who think it's easy, who are telling all their friends how much money they're making, how easy it is. Well, mm -hmm. as you said earlier, quite perceptively, you know, bubbles are starting to develop. It's not a full-fledged bubble. Well, bonds are a bubble. Bonds are a bubble all over the world, but you know, stocks, there's still many stocks that are not up. Some stocks are in a bubble, but some are still not. So I, I don't see the bubble, full-fledged bubble yet, but I see it coming. As yeah. I say, I know how this movie ends. I've been to this movie <laughs> before, and I know yeah, how definitely. it's going to end. Definitely. You, you mentioned in one, one of your um, interviews, um, you mentioned something that was really compelling to me, uh, just about uh, college. And... Um, you mentioned about uh, not going for your MBA, you know, or, or things like that. When you're, when you're trying to become an investor, how it can be a waste, a waste of time, waste of money, uh, things like that. I, I felt that for me personally, going through college, um, I've always had a desire to, to build wealth. And I felt that getting a higher paying job would, would help me do that. And so, you know, I wanted to go to college and that's what's pretty much being uh, fed to a lot of kids today. Um, 
but you you mentioned that for a reason. Um, what 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 do you what's your perspective behind that and um and and how to build and how to become an investor and and how college plays in that or or how how it can be the downfall. Well, uh, it, going to college was important for me. It taught me a lot about the world. The best part of when I went to college, I went far away from home. I have two daughters. I've told them both that if they want to go to college, they can, but they have to go far away from home. That's the best part of my education was finding out about different parts of the world, different people, different everything. Um, of course, I learned something in the, in the courses as well, but it was the new experiences that taught me the most. Um, I'm certainly a firm uh, supporter of education. Most of the charitable money I give away is for education because mm -hmm. it certainly changed my life and was very important to me. So I'm very keen on, on education. Uh, MBAs, I'm not so keen on. Uh, I spent some time as a professor at a famous Ivy League uh, in, MBA school. Mm -hmm. um, and I realized that most of the stuff they teach is not accurate. It's a lot of theory and a lot of incorrect theory. Uh, I used to say to the kids, well, if you want to spend all this money and time, I suggest you take the money and start a business because even if you fail, you're going to learn a lot more than what they're teaching you here or take the money and go down and sell short soybeans one day. You'll learn very fast if you short soybeans. It can teach yeah. you more than you ever thought about in your life, about your emotions and your brains and your everything else. So I just, my, my, and listen, a lot of people get MBAs that are very successful and happy. I think it's a waste, of, a big waste of time and money. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, a few people have approached me about getting my master's and and I've thought long and clear about it. It's like, yeah, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to take on any extra debt. I'm not going to pay money for that. Um, you know, I, I, you know, ever since kind of like being open to like my mind being open to like the world of like investing and, and how to build wealth, which is ultimately what I want to do for my, my kids and my kids, kids, um, you know, that's, that's just not the route for me. And I, and I, I felt that it would, it would have been a waste of time and money for me. Uh, you know, however, some people are successful. Some people, you know, get master's degree and, and can't can't get a job after that. You know, so it's it's definitely, uh, you know, not 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 good in some situations. Uh, well, so my just one last comment about this. My yeah, I point out to some of these guys. Look, you're going to come out of here two years gone, a lot of money gone, and a lot of stuff you've learned is wrong. You're going to have to <laughs> unlearn it. And while these other kids are down there doing it and learning the right stuff and not in debt. But Daryl, you said it and I will say it again. If that's what you are, don't listen to me. Follow your own passions, do, do life your way. The most successful or what I urge everybody is do it your way, whatever your way is, and no matter how crazy your way may seem, do it your way. That's the best way, but don't do it don't go to business school because other people say go to business school, go to business school because you desperately want to, then it's probably okay. But go yeah. ahead, let's go on. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, so I'm very interested in travel. Um, currently, I mean, the only country I've been to outside of the US is Mexico and I, I live next to Canada. That's sad. I know it's sad, Jim, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on it, okay? Uh, 
but I've always felt like I've been in an echo chamber in uh, the United States. Um, you know, uh, I've been, I, I felt that we've been conditioned with a lot of propaganda um, and we are very ungrateful in a lot of 